Hi, this is Doug Bear with Splunk. I've got to tell you, the Big Data Beard Podcast, with a name like that, how can you not listen? Can't wait to tune in. You're listening to the Big Data Beard. Hi there, Corey Menton from the Big Data Beard Podcast team, recording and streaming live from SplunkConf 2016 in Washington, D.C. I am uh, pleased to have two hosts, co-hosts with me today from the Big Data Beard team, Rob Hout and Kyle Prinz. How are you boys doing this morning? Good. Doing well. Morning. Doing well. You guys, uh, you guys look awfully cheery for uh, for how many bad decisions I'm sure you made. It's completely fake energy. There's no real... <laughs> in the land of fake nothing. news, it's fake energy. It's, 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 I think it's more the light at the end of the tunnel of being able to sleep in my own bed soon. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty, right. Yeah. Pretty it's, pumped about It's that. almost there. This is day, day three uh, of SplunkConf 2017, and we have a, a special guest. Uh, Andre is with us. Andre is uh, is going to talk to us about some things he's doing with Splunk and VR. Andre, why don't you take a minute and introduce us to uh, who you are? Oh my God, a whole minute. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Hi, I'm Andre. I'm from uh, from a company called Otto in Germany, and uh, we try to visualize data in virtual reality, uh, Splunk data in virtual reality. So um, that's why I'm here for on the conference. Not only, but um, this is one part of my conference attendance, and I will try my best uh, full beard. Big beard voice uh, this morning. <laughs> nice. So where's home for you? Uh, home is where my data is. <laughs> oh, all right. No, well, of course nice. not. Oh. Uh, home is in Hamburg, Germany. Hamburg, so, Germany. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so so Otto, tell us a little bit about Otto. Who they are? Like what? Like visualized data. I get it, but is it yeah, a yeah. is it a consulting partner? What is? Tell us a little bit about Otto. Yeah, Otto. Otto is a customer of uh, Splunk and uh, also a customer of Dell and EMC. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, we are a retail company and uh, we have a history of more than 50 years. So okay. everything that we have is uh, historically grown. Uh, all our backends are uh, not a complete mess. They work and they work fine and they work for uh, more than 2 million customers uh, and 2 million orders a year. Um, but uh, we have hell of a backend uh, out there. A lot of self-developed software, a lot of uh, third-party software. And to get all of this together, um, we use Splunk uh, for, for a big part, yeah. Okay. How, how long have you been using Splunk? Sorry, what? How long have you been using Splunk? Oh, the company uses Splunk for eight years now. So we were one of the first companies in Germany um, using Splunk. Uh, and uh, I am using Splunk for two, more than two years now. So I joined the team and joined all of this family, all of this community uh, about two and a half years ago. Wow, you've been yeah. busy. We're looking yeah, at all the certifications. I, I got all the bling bling on my, on my uh, badge here. Um, yes. I love it. What, what all have you worked through? Um, oh, I worked up to um, the uh, certi certified architect. So oh, um, you have company. Yes. Yeah. And he, was, uh, he was really only asking because he wanted to throw it in there that he also has an architect. Okay, he wanted to compare. Okay, well, now that I've it. dropped that, I think I'm done today. <laughs> <laughs> His value added. Thank you, Kyle, for being here. Yes. <laughs> and that was I'll see you later. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So, so one of the things that, 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 well, one just blew us away was when you mm. stopped by the booth and you said, hey, we've, we've figured out a way to do some things with VR mm -hmm. and Splunk and visualizing data. How did you end up, like, how did that start? Like, what, what caused you to think that that was a good idea? Wow. Um, what a deep question. Uh, it started actually two years ago on a Splunk conference. Mm -hmm. I was there. There was uh, some guy from Splunk. Uh, Name of Alexander Johnson or Xander Johnson, and he was over in the um, one of the the dashboard control room uh, that is uh, right by, be, uh, beside uh, this booth, and uh, he was there and fiddling around with some visualizations. And later, 
this day was a search party and they had virtual reality headset and there um, I, I got this spark how can we maybe uh, put these things together and uh, do something in VR with visualization of data and um, actually um, uh, about one year ago um, our company did something called um, uh, cultural change 4.0 um, so one of these 4.0 things that happen all, all over the world now and uh, actually we got we now have the time to do things um, besides our jobs not besides but um, within our job you get time to to uh, fiddle around with things so this was where um, uh, we we were able to start actually start um, uh, this to, to implement some of these ideas That's and, wonderful. and then I got and uh, then I got interns and apprentices and uh, they are really great they are great and they implemented the first version of Geheimprojekt uh, Ursula this is what my German words okay. <laughs> don't be afraid of it I won't use it again uh, yes, of this project, um, they implemented the first version. Great job um, and really simple. We we took uh, Unity 3D uh, um, and used uh, the REST API of Splunk and got the data out of there and uh, just visualized it. So um, just generated some uh, cubes and balls. Oh no, not balls, spheres. Spheres. <laughs> yeah, it's a professional yeah. word for balls. <laughs> That's right. <Sorry. coughs> so. So help me understand. So Unity 3D is, a, I'm assuming, yeah. a platform for VR content yeah. creation. Usually for for games, oh, for, uh, games. for okay. game development. Ah. Uh, so you got uh, a whole bunch of things like the uh, Splunk base. Uh, yeah. You get a lot of apps out, out there. You can download them. You can uh, use whatever you want from these uh, things and put it in your virtual reality project. And uh, yeah, we use that some C sharp code for REST API, and uh, that was that. It's pretty easy. Now, before this project, were you big into VR, or did this all just come about at the conference two years ago? Me personally, yes. Um, I was interested, of course. Um, new technology, wow, great yeah, stuff, uh, very interesting. And it, uh, um, I really got to enjoy it uh, when I first tested uh, the um, yeah the setups um, personally, uh, intensively uh, at home. So. Um, <laughs> That's where I got really really excited about it. Yeah, you just needed an excuse to buy some toys, didn't you? Um, Maybe. (laughs) That's that's kind of where we were yesterday, right? How do we get one of these? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, honestly, the whole reason why we're recording this show is just because you are justifying me having VR in my house. (laughs) You have to. You have to. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, What what has happened in VR in the last year is absolutely amazing. Um, We were um, lucky to get uh, in contact with some of you guys from Germany, or your guys from Germany, and uh, they provided us with uh, some pretty beefy laptops and uh, two Oculus Rift setups. Really? And uh, yeah, we actually tried to get them here to the conference, but uh, German customs customs is a little bit difficult. Um, So uh, we had no chance to get it here. Um, And first time I got in contact with you guys, um, I saw you get excited. And I'm I'm a little sad that we uh, didn't get in contact earlier and that we didn't have the chance to get it one of the setups here. So. Oh, don't worry. We have plans. And you so it'll plans actually, it'll, it'll line up really nicely. So mm-hmm. there's a new, the you probably saw the Windows Mixed Reality headsets yes, yes. are starting to come out. Yeah. Uh, I think Acer's maybe comes out next week or something like that. I think okay. there's maybe hits. And then the Dell uh, Windows Mixed Reality headset comes yeah. out uh, later in October. I saw them on the IFA um, one month ago in Berlin. There's this international um, technology conference thingy and yeah. uh, there they, they had them. Uh, it was really great. I got to got to experience them and I think 
be, because of the, the setup, they could be an easy entry for a lot of customers. Um, yeah. I mm -hmm. think also for a lot of um, industrial customers. So what do you think, because VR is, a, is another consumption and interaction mm -hmm. model, mm -hmm. what do you think the big, what's the big benefit that, that's driving you to think about doing VR more effectively with Splunk? Like what's, what do you think people are going to be able to do? Is it just another way to consume it, or do you think there's something really potentially revolutionary there? Um, I hope that uh, we got in, uh, we can implement things with interaction, uh, interaction with these these data, uh, because all of the data we have nowadays, or a lot of the data, is uh, virtual, already virtually available. Um, you just have to get it out via REST APIs or some kind of API out of the systems and. Um, as, as soon as you get them out, um, you can visualize them, and and then you have, can think about how do I do we interact with them. Um, so this would be, a th I think, a three-step approach. First, get this stuff out, understand what you have in there, then maybe uh, get some real-time data on it to to feel what your process, your thing that you are visualizing, how how it feels at the moment, how it how it looks at the moment, and then a third. Uh, step would be interacting with it. Uh, so feedback via REST API, restarting of machines even, virtual machines, processes, whatever. Uh, right. Everything is a REST API. You can and that was the thing it. I was the most interested in we were talking yesterday, yeah. was having that ability to, I mean, getting to see the data is cool and yeah. fascinating, but being able to actually touch and interact yeah. and do things with that data Absolutely. via that method is pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a little bit mind-boggling. We're looking more and more at 3D graphs. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. to be able to visualize on a 3D and plane and live inside of that 3D yeah. graph using VR, I think, really changes the game yeah. from looking yeah. at a 3D graph and being able to touch plane. that data. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, and if you think it a, a step further, there are large, uh, for example, te telecommunication providers. They have these huge rooms, walls of uh, video, video walls um, with uh, their operation control centers. You can have that in VR. You, you can have one guy on a desk uh, or several guys deployed over the world on, on, on their desks, put on a virtual reality headset and uh, have the same feeling like they are in this yeah. operation control center distributed well, yeah. all over Two the of world. the use cases that popped in my head, yeah. one, of them, one of them was telecom, right? Looking yeah, at absolutely. mobile networks and mobile towers yeah. and being able to look at data from that because I know that they, I yeah. know that they, some of my customers use Splunk for that data set. Yeah. But the other ones that do that are real interesting for me are utility companies and Absolutely. looking at power lines across yeah. the United States, for example, right? Energy They're pulling companies, that data yeah. and then looking at that. Yeah. And they, they already do like these really cool things with flyovers and Yeah, and I was actually I was thinking of one that would be like a one of my favorite things that Splunk announced in the last few years was ITSI and yes. the glass tables concept <laughs> is a really, really right. cool thing. Yeah. How rad would it be if you could have three-dimensional glass tables yeah. with metrics being overlaid right in that environment in like even a, like a 3d model of a imagine a power right. facility yeah and you could virtually be you know walking mm -hmm. through the facility monitoring reporting against the entire process yeah. you could build you could build like yeah. even think like business process automation like you could literally ride along with an order from order to cash or procure to pay like in a business process right. and yeah. see like that to and that see where cool. it fails for well, example exactly, exactly. Yeah. and how much it costs uh, if it fails uh, yeah. like when we when we look over there uh, to the dashboard control room it's uh, right uh, right beside the booth um there's there are several 2d dashboards on it now think about um not only seeing the dashboards behind it but uh, put several data steps of data in between these walls over there and, and us. Yeah. So uh, this is how much more you can uh, get into virtual reality um, than on a on a two days two day screen. I'll go I'll go another step further. The one of the things that we saw last year that I thought was kind of awesome was I think the company was called Direct Engines. Wasn't it the guy the dudes that did oh, the natural language inside, processing inside engines? Inside engines, yeah. yeah. Plain text search. Yeah. Uh, so they did. So they they basically came up with. 
um, a way to uh, write SPL queries, which for those who don't know Splunk's query language is called SPL, but it was a, an engine that would actually allow you to write those queries just from mm. natural language. So it would be a perfect match because <coughs> uh, having a, um, a keyboard in, in virtual reality is really hard. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, natural language processing would be a perfect. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, at the uh, IoT booth from at, at the Splunk booth. Yeah. Uh, they were doing, they were uh, showing off an Amazon Echo where you could just ask Alexa oh, really? yeah. the so question, uh, yeah. and it would. I ask Alexa a question, theory. translated this point. Because then, because let me just keep going with this, right? Like this is, this is literally the foundation for the Minority Report coming true. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like yeah, literally, absolutely. the dude standing there and just swiping hands. Because yeah. at some point, you're you're gonna have, right? This this is one piece of it, right? This, mm. But you, there's other parts like the the natural language processing, the gestural interaction. Yes, because gestural becomes a big deal, mm. right? Especially in this 3D scape. And then the the visual the visual interaction, mm. it's eventually it's going to leave the headset, right? It's gonna, I think it's going to have to. You're going to have to have, yeah. you know. So it, it's yeah. starting to a little bit with augmented reality. So over yeah. there they were showing mm. AR where you could go up to a power meter, and they had had AR overlaid with it, and they would walk through with the technician of where to take it apart, where to twist mm. to unlock, where to what screws to pull off, and then you can really? touch into it and push into it. Mm. But how cool would it be to have that like in a data center where you're overlaying yes. and you're walking through the aisles and you can look up to a VMAX and have it pull up the Splunk information oh, and see Where's the layer yes, yes. in my data center and it's right. got a big red light above the rack and we blast that. Yeah, and <laughs> a line on the, on the ground where, where you have to go. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah, because yeah. these massive data centers, yeah. you know, then your technician would be able to walk in, mm. overlay, see the drive that's there, pull the drive. I just I just had a vision of the <laughs> of the Silicon Valley of the dudes in that data center. <laughs> they get lost. It's like, <laughs> you, could you, that would be so much sweeter, though, to be able to. Because yeah. it's just blink, I mean, blinking lights are not that handy, but what yeah. if you could have real metrics on yes. there and doing things like, you know, the power of Splunk is one thing is to report, but the proactive part of it mm. and start to direct activity. I mean, the. The possibility, like my mind is just yes. going nuts thinking about this. Like this and is incredible. And there's nothing from the future. It's absolutely available nowadays. Right. And, and there, the, the, the hardware is there. You have the data. You can visualize it. The, the frameworks are there. You can do it. It's absolutely um, doable. So let's do it. That's incredible. Absolutely fascinating. I, so what's the so what's the next step for you? So you said that, you know, kind of first you've you've got the, the basic kind of integration figured mm. out, right? You've got the REST API figured mm. out. What's your next step here? Like, what are you working on now and in the next six months that's mm. going to help kind of move this forward and make, maybe make this vision come true? Mm. The next uh, step for me will be uh, three weeks of holiday. So, oh. um, yeah. Where are you going? Um, I thought about, um, not, no, I planned, because I'm German, we plan. Uh, I plan to go to <laughs> New Orleans, Nashville, and Memphis, and then go hiking in the Appalachian, 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 Appalachians. Those mountains. Yes. Um, so... You're going to have a great weeks. vacation. You're in our backyard. So. Andre, I, okay. I live in Nashville, so we'll Oh, yeah. We'll have to, uh, uh, let's meet up. Um, in Nashville, I think I will join one of the hockey uh, games. Smashville. Uh, against Philadelphia. The Flyers, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk off podcast and then okay, we can we make sure you have a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you lots of, uh, lots of insights on, uh, on New Orleans. So oh, New Orleans. I spent... Uh, I spent something like 90 nights there uh, yeah. over the last three years uh, because okay. it was part of the place I was covering from a territory perspective, but I've got lots of good recommendations for you yeah. there. And then Th That's one of my favorite places to go. Yeah, New Orleans is, is I'm so excited cool. about it. Yeah, I heard it's, a lot of it uh, about it. Yeah. And then uh, Rob actually has quite a bit of history in Memphis, so he could probably hook you up with some yeah. recommendations. Wow. So you literally hit the, yeah. <laughs> even the mother mode here with vac yeah. vacation helpers. <laughs> he really <laughs> hit awesome. all three great so my holidays too. are yeah. saved. 
Yeah, there you go. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. So the next steps for you are yeah, you? Yeah, uh, the next you... steps after that you ask for it um, yeah. are uh, get uh, some attention from management. Uh, ask them if this goes in the right direction of the uh, strategy of our company. Um, and then get some uh, some resources in form of money, uh, people, whatever, time um, to explore that further. Um, not only for ourselves, but also to get in contact with uh, universities and uh, um, professors, students and so on, to get them on board because um, interact, um, visualizing stuff in virtual reality or interacting with it, um, it has already been addressed by science. So the science guys mm -hmm. have to get in, in our company and we want to work with them to find out how can we best approach uh, all, all this new technology or all these new um, possibilities. Yeah, I got to think that there's like the partnerships that would be required yes. to really see this thing through. The, one of the things came to my mind was a technology partner like Arrow. So yeah. like David, did you meet David Fern yet no, from Arrow? No, no. So we had him on yesterday, and he's uh, he so he's the CTO for Arrow mm. in EMEA. So he lives in mm. um, lives in London, but he covers uh, Europe. But his team is literally a prototyping team. Mm. Like their job is to build mm. art of the possible kind of use cases. And Arrow has this, you know, Arrow's one of just you know a, a value added distributor yeah. kind of reseller. So they've got a giant portfolio of products. I mean, they mm. sell Splunk, they've got Dell EMC, but they've got a huge partnering with them and getting their help to mm. help do something like that seems kind of cool. Obviously, we would want to help. I'm literally, I was, I was thinking like, man, I don't actually know the VR platform lead from Dell, so I'm going to be looking that up and finding out, and this is going to be conversation number one when I leave here. <laughs> great, yeah. <laughs> but you're going to need partnerships like that. I think the university Absolutely. one is is really interesting. Um, data, it seems like a lot of the cool data use cases have started yeah. with, uh, with universities because well, graduate students are free. <laughs> they're like they're data scientists before they turn into <laughs> yeah. expensive data scientists. Right. <laughs> but yeah, getting them to help is there. I, I visited Berlin um, mm. earlier this year, and I, they have a. There's a team there that has. Uh, it's actually out of Porsche called Porsche Digital Labs. Okay. And they do some really interesting stuff where they were a creative group inside of Porsche that was doing mm. data science and data driven projects that actually got spun out, and now they're coaching and, mm. and doing consulting for all the major automakers around autonomous vehicle design and like kind of what's next in automotive. Awesome. Okay. I have to imagine that there's, like, do you have partnerships with universities there today, or that are there places that you think are like hotbeds of technology mm. within Germany or around your part of the world? Well, hotbeds of technology in Germany. Um, there's something called Silicon Saxony, but I don't know if it is, um, but they are only Silicon producing... Silicon Saxony? Sex. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Um, they are only producing chips and so on. Um, we have to find out uh, who is out there in Germany um, that can provide us with uh, with more information, more, more data, more things. Um, I also think um, what's cool about uh, encouraging university students also to come to come with, to work with us is um, that we have a way larger uh, data set uh, than they ever have seen uh, in, in their university lives. I hope. Um, and can work with real data on on real problems in the world. So um, this is where where I hope we are we are getting next. So Very and cool. um, um, thanks to you guys, I, I can't thank you enough uh, for participating uh, in in, the, in this project and in this uh, yeah little little fun thing that we put together. Um, uh, so thanks absolutely. Thanks we're going to uh, yeah. be do, we're going to be doing more. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. Great. So that um, hopefully stay in contact. Anything we can do to, to prototype these ideas, like I honestly. Yeah. We talked earlier and I was like, no, this will be fun. But it wasn't that we sat down and I really started going, whoa, like yeah. you could, you, and this, you could the, really. And that's the goal of the project, um, to, to spark ideas. Um, every time I show it to someone and someone looks into these uh, um, uh, Google cardboard boxes or even in the, in the large setup, they say, whoa, 
what can be done with that can we change this and that and that and and, and this is the thing that i wanted to spark you know, within people and to get ideas and uh yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing where we are next year with that yes yeah. i'm just really happy because i now officially have enough data that when my wife listens to this she'll understand why i'm about to go buy a windows mixed reality pc <laughs> <laughs> alienware here i come yeah so Corey's wife he needs uh a good laptop, a good setup, and uh, at least uh, one Perfect. Oculus Rift and uh, one of the other things uh, to, just to try it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. you need to prototype multiple. Of course, of exactly. course. You know, yes. make sure that the user See, this is, so what you don't know about me, Andre, is I'm all about having insurance policies on the things that I want. So you guys just help me with VR. Part of the reason why this thing is called the Big Data Beard <laughs> podcast okay. is it's a brand. And now my wife is like, well, now you can't shave. I'm like, I know. Wink. <laughs> not allowed yeah, yeah. it's my brand baby it's, it is what it is <laughs> yeah so andre we have uh we have a few rapid fire questions that oh we typically rattle off just for fun they're not nothing too crazy okay. uh the first ra rapid fire question we're going to throw yes. at you is what year do you think skynet will go online and if you don't know what skynet is we can i uh, figure what <laughs> that's the expensive yeah, response perfect. I wanted. That's actually, good. you would ask that. We have a product in our company that is called Skynet. And no. that is uh, oh. an internal thing that uh, um, releases, uh, um, uh, no, setups, sets up machines and so on. So And they called it Skynet. Don't so know. Skynet's already online is what I'm hearing. At least without. So we're without. talking to the architect of it. <laughs> they built it. All right. Give me one second. Sorry, I lost my, lost my note. Um, if you were to buy me a book, what book would you be able to buy me? Whoa, I'm not prepared for this. That's <laughs> okay. Um, you can, by the way, you can say pass to any of these if you would rather yes, not. Um, last time I read a book, no, um, <laughs> the last book I read, sorry, I'm German, I don't get language. The uh, last book I read was uh, about um, what drives us. Um, so what kind, of, what kind of motivation drives us? Google it, uh, something like drive, bestseller us? thingy. Okay. Um, um, it's really good. Uh, it's about intrinsic uh, motivation, uh, not not incentive motivate, not motivation by incentives, but by by intrinsic things. Yeah, just influence uh, factors. Finding what really you get um, out of it. What's I, that? I, I, well, finding what drives you internally. So, yeah, what what yeah. is the value at the end yep. of the goal yeah. to make you achieve? I bought goal. several copies and put them on the desk of my manager. So, oh really? Very <laughs> yeah. good. Okay, interesting. <laughs> All right. So, is there a particular genre of music that you're into right now? Like a type of music you want to listen to? Well, a anything that moves me. Anything. Okay. Yeah, anything that is not dull or uh, lame or somehow dumb. You don't so. like bad music, is what you're saying. I get it. <laughs> you can, All right. Yes. Do you have a Do you have a piece of technology that that you love, but you also recognize it's completely useless? Oh, I have a large uh, refrigerator that um, everybody everybody that sees and says um, this is way too large for you <laughs> for one person. <laughs> Uh, I thought about uh, putting some styrofoam blocks in there because I can't. Uh, I don't have enough stuff to, to fill it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. So, uh, is it because you say refrigerator, and I spend a lot of time in Europe. The refrigerators in most homes in Europe are much smaller than what we oh, have in the okay. states, typically, yeah, right? No, it isn't. Is it like is, is it is it bigger than a crazy American fridge? No, 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 no. It's it's <laughs> literally uh, just a an European. Fridge. Way too large. Gotcha. Refrigerator. <laughs> we have a special level of way too large. We're living proof of it. Um, yeah. Do you have a? Uh, do you have anything that's your current money pit? Like that's something that you're pouring a lot of your personal time, money, and energy into right now. Oh, oh, oh what? Uh, I'm driving around uh, countries. Uh, so um, okay. going on holiday. holiday. If I have the chance, uh, I go on holiday and uh, 
go Excellent. Big Holidays holiday. are a good one. So we asked you this earlier. So you're going after your three week holiday. Are you going anywhere else interesting soon, like any other conferences or have any other trips planned? Unfortunately not. Uh, I haven't planned anything uh, until because uh, now the um, Christmas season starts uh, with there's a lot of lot a lot of things to do in our company to prepare for Christmas. Set up new machines, set up new stuff, set up new software. Yeah. So um, yeah. before Christmas there won't be anything uh, for me to do. So but yeah. after that, um, no. <laughs> yeah, so we have so Dell Dell's a big user of Splunk as well, and one of the the main teams that's that's the operations team is all about the e-commerce side, so the the retail side of oh, Dell, cool. and it's Black Friday prep is like everybody's hands all hands on deck. You better be ready. Yeah. It's going to be a wild time. Um, what what show are you currently binging, or do you think is very binge worthy? Rick and Morty. Yes. Rick and uh, Morty. Well done. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's pretty good. I like that's that. That's the only answer I have. <laughs> yeah. It, my wife even got into it. It took her a few episodes, but she's... Yeah. Oh, really? Rick and Morty. Yeah. No, yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a big fan. Wonderful. That's all right. All right. Now, your last question is, do you have a favorite bearded person from history? Whoa. Bearded persons from history. Um, who, who gets into my mind? No one. No no, I'm sorry. You don't? That's okay. It's okay. You could have said me, but you missed the opportunity. It's fine. <laughs> oh, but, but you're not history. At least oh, not. Oh, I am. No. It's, 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 oh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andre, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. We will, for... uh, we, will be, we will be chatting more, and I hope that this team, uh, you guys sitting across from me, Rob and uh, Kyle, but also I hope that other folks start thinking about VR as a not only consumption, but an interaction for using data in new ways, specifically with Splunk. Thanks, Andre. Have a great time at the show. Thank you very much.